You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. And Fluent Rhythm is here. But not, not just Fluent Rhythm. J-Rose is here. Our exclusive. No, not exclusive. That's not right. Our official music producer for Wake the Flock Up is here. Before nice. we get into our guest, you know, I got to pay some bills. and We'll make it happen. WakeTheFlockUp.net is where you're going to go. You're going to listen to episodes like this one. Uh, Rock Our Science. Who else we got? Ari the Rugged Man. Uh, Raskaz. Medusa, DJ Revolution, um, Demrick. Demrick. That just happened with Demrick, you know what I'm saying? And coming up, we got Lucky I Am. We got I Man from the Mexicans showing love, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, uh, oh, Ned Rosma was just on. Uh, you might know him from How I Met Your Mother. Nice, nice. And I did meet his mother. Oh, you, oh okay. Right. I'm joking. Right. I'm joking. <laughs> I, that was a dark hallway. That's what, he's <laughs> seven foot, literally, bro. Oh, okay. You, so might, I, yeah, not, yeah. you might not have. I ain't, I ain't never scared. <laughs> I ain't never scared. <laughs> WakeTheFlockUp.net, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Hit us up. Follow us. Give us a like. All that good stuff. Spread the word, okay? It's because of you guys that we're able to just share the show freely. No cost to you, the listeners. No, but we charge the shit out of our sponsors. You know what I mean? No. It's all oh, love. you can curse. Good, good, good. <laughs> Please, we, Fuck yeah. yeah. If you yeah. didn't, <laughs> if you didn't curse, I would be offended. Okay, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. Shit. Uh, I like to just start. Give me some cuss words. All right, motherfucking shit, pussy. Oh no. Boom. Okay, there that's we what's go. up. There we go. <laughs> Follow us, like us. Uh, thank you guys for all the support. If it wasn't for you guys, we would not be able to have the word of mouth to get to where we are right now. Nice. Literally tonight. Nice. Okay. Sitting with a man. That's yo, yo. legendary. I might you need know, one of them beers, no. too, just to get legendary more in this bitch. <laughs> legendary uh, in, in a, a legend in his own right, in every hip-hop head's mind. We're sitting here with the one and only Sunspot Jones. Sun- hey, how y'all doing? Thank you so much for having me on Wake the Flock Up. Because you know what I'm saying? I be telling people all the time, wake the flock up and wake the flock up. And yeah. Give me my salt packet back because I'm really real about my salt and, you know, pepper. Oh, you're a serious man about your salt? Yeah, I push it always. Okay, so fish and and chips, you got salt pepper on them. I I put salt on my soy sauce. That's how much salt I love. So none of that green bottle bullshit for you. Nah, nah, (laughs) man. You're a sodium man. Nah, straight sodium. I'm from the South, man. Come on. Uh, You know? That explains the uh, I heart sodium shirt you you got rocking. There you go. You know, (laughs) if I could, like, put um, hot sauce on my sushi, I'd do it. I'd do it. (laughs) True story, the first time I had sushi, the guy hands it to me, and I'm like, oh, can I have salt and pepper and some hot sauce? And he looks at me like, no, 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 my friend. This is how you, and, 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 you know, he fixes it up for me. And I'm like, okay. And I, I thought, I didn't know. Wait, the was mus- this a Mediterranean sushi? Like, no, 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 my friend, Habibi, please. No, Habibi, no. You know eat sushi. No, no. Uh, and then he puts the wasabi on, and I'm thinking it's like hot sauce, right? So he puts like a dab, and I'm like, come on, bro, that's not enough. I put on like half a scoop. I eat it. 
Yes, exactly what you think nice. happened. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, that's what happens. You know, minorities that don't eat sushi, right. we do it in our own way, for real. And I can't eat the raw fish, bro. You can't? Mm. No, and my mama's like that, too. She halfway swung on me when I tried to eat it and make her eat that little Toro She was better fry that. Yeah, you know she's like, nah, you need to cook that. You <laughs> not fry it. Not every black person wants something fried. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> All right, maybe she did say fried. I'm you sorry. know yeah. she did. What's wrong with fr- Where the cornmeal at? We're going to fry this up, boy. Come on now. <laughs> that's the bacon grease, not that one. The other one. You know she had the different can. Sushi and bacon grease. That That's Deep some fried good. sushi? Uh, a little sesame oil and bacon oil and grease. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, we might need to start something. Sunspots in the house. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, before we get into the questions that our audience has asked us to ask you, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever we land someone of, of your caliber, we tell the audience, hey, give me the questions that you want to know from Sunspot himself. As long so, as it's not about my sex life or uh, well, anyway, go on. It's only about your <laughs> sex life. That's the weird part. Oh, no, man. They, I want, go, they want to know sizes and shit. I'm like, whoa. Like, no. Uh, it's true. It's, <laughs> it's okay. I, <laughs> I, I broke someone's car door with it once. I don't, that's a long story. Whoa, okay. I don't know how I can break a car door with it, but it, it, it happens. Happened. It that, happens. That's yeah, what's up. Yeah. You missed. And, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that was a long stroke if I missed. God <laughs> oh, damn. Boom. I was like, boom. That's not it. Uh, oh. Well, you were. Oh, all right. Uh, good times. <laughs> okay, so uh, we've been talking to these beautiful females that have been here, and then nice. been nothing but courteous to us. Nice, right? nice. And the line uh, gallery, and and this is how fast we move. You've been gone for like let's say thirty minutes, right? Maybe forty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. In the meantime. We've made this spot the official Wake the Flock of location for LA. I mean, it looked like it right now. Like, <laughs> God damn, y'all have it all set up. Uh, we we talked to Lushana. Lushana, yeah, yeah, no. We talked to Lushana, who's very interested in the show, and we're very interested in this beautiful location. If you guys don't know it, it's Align Gallery mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, California. Yeah, 5045 York Street. York Street, that's and right. it's going down. So uh, we'll just rush right into it. Need and to come in. We talked and everything, and she wants to make this the official LA spot for Wake the Flock Up. That's awesome. And to me, it works because we're in Orange County, and sometimes the artists can't make it all the way out. Right. Oh, that's the excuse they give us. Oh, bro, OC's too far. I'm like, damn, so we don't have an LA spot. Right. But now it should be like, hey. Nice. No, there no you excuse. go. That's you know what what's saying? up, man. And we're going to have a film <laughs> night here, too. So a lot of things is going to be so happening So how here. is Sunspot involved in this? <clears throat> Basically, it's like this. I'm not just a musician. I'm also an artist of all different, you know, levels. I, I make music. I, I also, like, you know, write. I direct. I, um... You know, I cook. <laughs> now, there's a lot of things I do. Okay, so, okay. basically, I'm trying to just to build the platform to next levels. You know what I'm saying? I, if I can, I, I would, like, you know, be doing... Um, guerrilla marketing back here having yeah. like little symposiums and, and like conventions and showing people. But my whole thing is just basically just hitting every aspect of my creativity and trying to make it like, you know, be shown to everybody that's around me. And basically right here, I'm going to be doing a film night where I'm showing an independent film and showcasing some of the people that I know that are really, you know, out there making moves when it comes to doing film and music as well, because it'll be a DJ thing in early and then it'll be a film thing after that. And, you know, just trying to combine 
both of them together, the music and the film together. And, and it is a legitimate it. art gallery. So it's an art gallery. So when well. you walk in, you, you see, see art, art on the yeah, wall, yeah. and then you come in the back area, and it opens up to this white space, and immediately yeah. I see a, a canvas, yeah, huge white canvas. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they're got to do some kind of movies or mm-hmm. something like that to bring the audience in. But you guys are just fresh open, right? It's brand new. Brand new look. Brand new. So how you does... You popping the cherry over here, see? <laughs> that's, that's what's, what's happening. Wake the flock up. Yeah. <laughs> 20, 20, 30 years from now, we'll still be the first show to be out of uh, line. Yeah, nice, I like nice, that. That's, that's good. That's good. Man, historic Big night for us. things happening. You know I mean? That's nice. Uh, so how do you involve direct? Like, you, uh, Lashana told me that you guys know each other since high school. Yeah. We know each other, like, maybe, like, I don't want to say how many years. We'll, we'll let that go. But <laughs> okay. we, we know each other for a long time, and basically, we're both from the Bay Area. Yeah. And, you know, we both ended up moving out here and, you know, expanding, like I said, with our creativity and art. And um, this is just one of the places that um, she's been involved in yeah. and trying to make blow up as well. So. Ha- have you always had these? Ec- okay, so obviously you- you're MC. I'm an MC. We know I'm a director. From... I'm a writer. I'm, a, I'm an artist. I'm right. a painter. Right. But people know me solely uh-huh. as a musician. Right. I, uh, I, I read a little bit about it. And director, actually, because I directed all the Living Legends videos in the beginning and all the Mystic Journeyman videos. Right. So, uh, uh, so we had read a little bit about it, but I couldn't, um, I didn't know that they was, was like a passion of yours. Well, like, it's, it's beyond a passion. I started off as being a writer. That's what it was all about. I went away to college to be a doctor. That right. was my thing when I was younger. And it just didn't work out because I just didn't get along with those kind of people that were around me because it's a very, um, elitist, you know, the medical field. And, um, I, I really got into Lorraine Hansberry, who's a writer. She wrote um, Raisin in the Sun and also To Be Young, Gifted, and Black. And these these plays changed my life and aspect on how I looked at a lot of things. I'm an only child, so I've always been stuck in my own world of creativity and figuring out, you know, exactly where did I lay in between it. And... um Basically, it's it's been not just a passion; it's just been a part of all the art. And I've slowly been like when I first when I first dropped out of college, I started writing scripts. Mm-hmm. That didn't work out because like at that time, it was, all they wanted to have was ghetto films. You know how they want to have hood films? If it's a black film, it better be funny and have alcohol, and weed, and all this other you know stereotypical shit to build an archetype that America uses to bring us down. But that's a whole nother story. Right. And um. I uh, started doing music after that, and when I started doing music, I just got more, you know, I just got, I got further doing the music thing, and I was always going to come back to writing, and I always kept on writing. It's just that that wasn't the thing that was in the forefront. Being right. so, like, Legends was blowing up, you know, Mystic Journeyman was doing their thing, and it was just like, that was my bread and butter for so long. So, um, and I'm going to ask you this, obviously not anywhere near the same level that you've done. Mm. Journeyman and Living Legends and all that stuff. But um, I've been in crews, maybe mm-hmm. like 12 fucking crews, mm-hmm. right? The one thing is we can't coordinate schedules and there's not, you know, and there's always something on the way to like, hey, let's, we got to meet because we got a write session right. or whatever. How did, how did you guys become aware of like, hey, like we really need to be serious and tone it down? Like, how did those initial steps begin? Um, you mean, how do we tone it down and get serious with the music? Because like, I like th- these two guys, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I'm. Um, I called both of them like twice. Hey, show up at this time because, right, right. because I'm worried they might not, and if that's okay because that's human nature. Oh, I'm busy, right, blah right, blah blah. Right. But it, how does a grown man stay together exactly, in a group and do that? Yeah. Well, it all started because it was a necessity at first. We all lived together in a yeah. warehouse in a two thousand square foot warehouse in East Oakland, wow. and um, 
it was a thing of if you didn't perform, you weren't going to be seen. You weren't going to eat. You weren't going to like a lot of things that went on with it. And me and Lucky I Am were the first people to break through and right. the living legends. And like, you know, <clears throat> we pretty much brought everybody else with us as little brothers on right. up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Grouch was first. Then it was Merce. And then, you know, Eli was, was always there as well. But it, it was a thing of like we all had to stick together because – there was no other options. We had no other mm-hmm. outlets. They weren't like, especially, you know, like, you know how Merce is signed to Strange Music right now. We were the original Strange Music of East Oakland. If you really know East Oakland, East Oakland's all about gangster hip hop. Not gangster hip hop, gangster rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we were coming with the funny style, you know, because it wasn't gangster. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about like all this shit that uh, was already in the streets and that was already accepted. We were doing that unacceptable music, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, in the eyes of the streets. In the eyes of the streets, right. right. Or the eyes of the industry. Mm. Because it wasn't allowed. That kind of music wasn't selling. So if it's not selling, then commercial or the industry does not want to have anything to do with the, you. The only other crew that I could even... Um, Hyro was the only ones that Hyro, we could set pace with. Right, because... Because they had the same kind of strange and, music. And, and after that, you could say you give like Visionary. Like, like that right, kind of right, massive right. amount. But we didn't know nothing about the Visionaries in the Bay. Because was that, was, that was nothing. Like, all the L.A. hip-hop, we didn't know nothing about L.A. hip-hop until Farside. Well, you had to come like Project Bloat at some time or something like that, right? I learned about Farside first, and then I learned about Project Bloat after. Mm, okay. Lucky, he was from L.A., yeah. and I'd always come down to L.A. and stay with him and his parents, like, when we go back and forth. Right. And then that's when I started learning about Freestyle Fellowship, I went uh, to the good life and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, this is when we were like babies, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I was like, damn, this is... When I saw Freestyle Fellowship for the first time, that literally changed my life. Right. You know what I mean? Because I was like, these brothers are beyond amazing. They're like, you know, they are their own aliens. Like, there's AT aliens, you yeah. know what I mean? These fools are the LAs, you know what it I mean? Is, it is, a, it is, when people say that that era was the golden era of hip hop, they really don't understand that it truly almost like it truly was like yeah. there was so much not just on the mainstream level but on the on the level where that was where I think hip hop found its glitch like it's realized like hey we are something dude and yeah. and the crew started growing and the people started developing and these crews started building I mean from everyone from you Mike and I yeah. all these other, other MCs are like taking it real serious giving us that non gangster yeah. mentality just another just another version of hip hop right that's what we needed and, and at the same time uh, a slow Slug was doing it mm-hmm. over there with headshots. Like it was, it was just widespreading to where it was. The mentality of people first were really tired of the gangster stuff, right? And we needed, we need that outlet. We need hip hop. We love hip hop. Who's giving it to us? And then these crews are developing yeah. that allow us to have that following for them. But don't get me wrong, I love gangster hip hop. I love gangster rap. I was raised on that as the only understanding of what rap was, along right. with, along with you know other. There was, there was uplifting hip-hop in the very beginning but then in the middle it turned to a whole nother thing you know i mean and coming from the bay the bay wasn't about uplifting hip-hop none of that shit you know what i mean we're about like we got this money you got these hoes got this car we scrolling on out in these bitches and that's how it was for a long time until hyro and us came around you know what i'm saying and then you had quantum then you had all these other you know strange sounding kind of you know artists that weren't about that and then it just changed the game so it was just it's never, ever, ever. I hope people understand that. It's never about me not liking gangster rap. It's never about me not liking radio music. It's about only having that as an option. That's where I have a problem. And I think it was okay, though. 
It's fine to have that. The, have, because At the beginning. It was. Yeah. Because we, it, it needed that. It yeah. needed that outlet from those, from that scene, from that gangster, the, the you know, the, the, we needed, they need, they needed that expression, mm-hmm. right? But it had to mature into something more. Right. Or it just and, had to be more options. It had to be different versions. Right. It had to be different things going on because not everybody was gangsters. Not everybody was on the street. Not everybody was doing drive-bys. You know what I mean? It was a, it was, you got to think. Planet Earth has so many different kind of people. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's just show different varieties of our creativity. Right. When did you When did you guys realize, like, hey, we are something. We are that group. When we started doing shows, like, when we first started doing shows, me and Lucky, um, well, first, we couldn't get booked nowhere. Right. Nobody was fucking with us because our music was so different. We were funny style music. And then it turned into, like, you know what? I'm going to start throwing my own shows yeah. and I'm going to have my own homies on it. I'm going to have my own people. So me and Tommy start, me and Lucky, we start throwing shows in our living room, yeah. in the warehouse. Wow. And <clears throat> one day when I we were throwing a party, we were throwing like for three ninety nine, and it would be our, our power. That's an odd number. Yeah. it was. We didn't care. We $4 at the yeah. door. $4. Can I get changed? At, at one point, we did like three ninety nine and a pack of Top Ramen to get in. <laughs> <laughs> and we had so much time because we needed that ramen. Great. We need that ramen. We was hungry as fuck. And then we did it with Snickers. We did it with Starburst. Man, we had good times. I tell people, yeah, yeah ramen is cool, though. But if you really want to get your bang for your buck, get a loaf of bread and some peanut butter. Because I, that, I don't fuck with peanut butter. Though. What, dude? You know, I just don't fuck with peanut butter. <laughs> that protein will last you for days. <laughs> but top good. ramen, yeah. there's no nutrition. There's nothing, there's nothing in, in that. Oh, shit, but, but you have sodium. Yeah, look at you. Salt. <laughs> that black man is happy. <laughs> okay. Um, but anyway, like so. So you're high on fucking just sodium. Yeah, you're like, yeah. loving it. Yeah, yeah. but um. So the, the first time I realized it was something major and that it could actually keep going is that these parties that we have, we lived in a warehouse and. We had these long corridor hallways in our warehouse that led to our door. Yeah. And it was packed all the way to the outside of people in line trying to get into our house. And I was like, oh, this is what's up. Right. They're like, people want to see something different. Yeah. And then from there, it went to us like throwing it at this place where people were getting shot up and killed whenever there's a hip hop show. Yeah. But at our shows, it would be no one getting killed. Right. And then it went from to a, there to a rehearsal studio that we were rehearsing at that let us like, do whatever we wanted and from there went to this place that was like a maritime hall and it held 2500 people and we packed it and I, at that point i was like this is what i'm talking about yeah you know? i mean this is this is what we've been waiting for this moment for people to actually see the other side and from yeah. then on i just never stopped you know what i mean yeah. and, and it's, it's weird because honestly i when i first started doing music i never thought it would last and now it's two decades later yeah <clears throat> so what keeps that going? Why why keep it going? I mean, like right. I mean, uh, now that music's free, and now that the whole scene has completely changed, the industry right. is not anywhere near what it was. Right. <clears throat> so I know you like uh, I spoken to other MCs have been around for a while. But I mentioned mm-hmm. any names, like, and the, what I see in their eyes is bitterness, mm-hmm. and I see a kind of like a resentment, mm-hmm. and it's almost like I'm forced to do this at this point i don't have any other skills i don't know what to do but i don't see that coming from you right i see a very well, cheerful very like dude i got high hopes i'm doing this i'm doing that I'm just, well my whole thing is like this man i never thought that music was going to be the only thing i ever wanted to do in life for one so i've always kept my hands in doing a lot of different things whether it's art whether it's production whether it's rapping whether it's filming whether it's directing you know what i mean it's like i have so many different things i want to do in life and a lot of people are just rappers 
And it's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, you start off at maybe like 20 years old and you start rapping. And like by the time you're 30, all you've been doing is trying to thank you. All you, all you've been, all you, all you've been trying to do is just like get your craft good, you know, and yeah. just make it as good as possible. And so that's all you're doing is rapping, rapping, rapping. And I feel bad for the people that only rap and don't think, oh, I'm gonna produce too, because you don't realize, especially with entertainment. Let me be real with everybody. There's a limited time for everybody's fame, for everybody's fame. And I'm about to say somebody's name that I don't even listen to his stuff. But I listened to the stuff and I, I saw something real in it. And I don't even believe I'm saying it. But g Easy, this dude from the Bay, has a song that says, how long does fame last mm-hmm. in the chorus? And that's the realest thing about all of this stuff is how long does fame last? People think fame lasts forever. Fame lasts for as long as fame lasts. And you got to realize there's an in and there's an out. And, and there's nothing you can do about it. Only a few people can keep going their whole lifespan. And honestly, I wouldn't want to be a musician, only a musician for my whole life, because there's so much beauty in the world that you have to see and you have to allow your life to be, you know, a part of. Mm-hmm. And I want to be a part of like just all these thoughts, all these dreams, all these, you know, different hopes and aspirations I have for myself and, and bring them out. So, no, I'm not bitter. I'm not upset. I'm just trying to adapt and at the same time, I'm trying to understand what is it that I really want as a person, not as a musician, not as an artist. What do I want as a person? And from there, that will lead me to what I want. Right. And that's all I care about. I don't I don't care about being the greatest rapper at 70, right. at 60, <laughs> at 50, you know, because like a lot of these artists, they get stuck only going, you know, <clears throat> only being a musician and you're stuck in a club, you're stuck in a bar, you're drinking every day, you're fucking with women that you shouldn't fuck with, you're fucking with drugs that you shouldn't fuck with, and this shit wears you down. All this shit wears you down. I, uh, having, I, I'm an MC myself, right? Fluent's an MC and J-Rose is, is a producer, right? So we banded together and we said, hey, we need to do something that hip-hop doesn't have. And I, mm. I came to Fluent and I said, hey, Fluent, I have an idea. Let's do a radio show, right? Let's mm. do a podcast because I'm a podcast fiend. Mm-hmm. I work, I need to listen to something in my ears. And uh, let's contribute something to hip-hop that's not there, which is these long-form interviews. Mm-hmm. Right? I go, go to YouTube, or you'll see, yeah, you'll see dope interviews. Dude, they last five, ten mm-hmm. minutes. And they're not even like, hey, you don't know Vinny Paz better when Vinny Paz gets it when he leaves. Mm-hmm. Let's change that. Let's contribute right. that. And the reason I did that is because I realized. Shout that, out to Vinny. That's my brother. I, I mean, yeah. huge Vinny Pesci. Jedi. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen to him as a kid and everything. Yeah. I, I'm just I'm an example. I'm on that kid, man. Because I just finished listening to, to yeah. his last, the last year. It was yeah. dope. Um, so uh, because I came to the realization that, hey, you're going to be 30 in two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, I told myself. If by the time you're 30, hip hop doesn't do something for you and you can't do something for hip hop, you need to be realistic with yourself yeah. and move on. Because the MC, you don't have to move on. Whoa, 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 but but I, but I meant it's like as an MC, you need as a man, I need to be realistic with what I um where my time is going. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm married. I got kids. Maybe it's just dude. You can still be a fan. You support. got you married with kids now. Yeah, oh, yeah. you got real shit happening. Yeah. So See, I ain't married a kid. Maybe I'm so happy because I'm not married with kids. That's another thing too. Well, I'm married and I, and I just had a baby. <laughs> Even though it's a beautiful thing. Don't no, get me wrong. <laughs> I, I understand it, but what I meant was like, oh, a, a, literally, you have two years. Yeah. If to you get it right. two, you don't. Right. 
bow out and be like, look, I'm a fan. I'll listen forever, but you need right. to move on to better things. Luckily, this show in the last two years has uh-huh. blown out of proportion That's beyond great. anyone's. So I'm thinking to myself, this is my artistic contribution to hip hop. Because there's not another person doing it like right. this. There's no other shows. No one's that's building good. it. You should be other. thinking it that way. And you should be thinking of it that way. But at the same time, like I said, be realistic as a person. What do you want for your life? Do you want to be this rapper that's just rapping, 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 right. rapping, right. rapping, rapping, every day rapping? Which, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to rap. I can rap. We can rap for like three hours right now. And <laughs> I still have another eight hours to rap. But the whole thing is, as we get older, what is, what is it you want to do for yourself? You know, because... If you play baseball, there's a part, part, there's going to be a time that you can't play baseball anymore. Yeah. So what are you going to do with yourself? Basketball. What are you going to do? Football has like probably like 10 years as a pro. And then really, that's if you're really good. And after that, it's like, you yeah. know, good basketball has what, 15, 20 years maybe. The, the, if the you're thing lucky. about those things though, that you end up with some money for C, I mean, p- uh, potentially you end up with a million, um, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So you're good. Mm. But in hip hop, that's not promised for you. If you could rap, I, I've rapped ten years. I, I'm broke as yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So well, that's music never is free because anything on the internet is free, right? In, including movies, right? And yeah, they're losing uh, a lot of money. Oh, absolutely. Right so ten years for a rapper is not the same ten years for mm. an NFL player. Well, it is in the past. As we get, right. as we progress on, it just changes. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's all about adapting and becoming a musician, but at the same time, becoming a, a person, man. Becoming a person that's realistic with what they want. Like, if you want to be a musician, you can make music to the end of your life. There is nothing wrong with that. But, like, what is your goals? What are you looking forward to get out of this? What is your whole point? And if you want to be this rap superstar making millions of dollars out of this industry, I mean, I'm sorry, but in 2015, it's not going to come around the way it did in 1995 or in 2002 or 2003 shit even 2008 you know i mean once everything like i say for it went from this it went from napster to rhapsody to spotify we're good it's done deal son and i mean i can't even tell you what's the last shit i bought at the record store Mm. we don't even go to the record store our whole community has changed our whole understanding of how we enjoy this whole thing has changed so so it's giving birth to a new type of MC, right? Mm-hmm. So if you literally do want to make some money, you have to give your music out for free because it's going to be free anyways. Or you got to think of how to your live sell shows, shit. right? Yeah, but it's live shows. But you know, you you can always sell CDs at your show. If oh, you're at absolutely. a show, you can always sell. You can always sell T-shirts. I mean, it's just all about how much do you want to be on the road now, mm-hmm. and that's what for me I'm trying to change because like I spend a lot of time on the road. I love performing i love all that stuff but i don't know you're probably not like me maybe you are but like if you go on tour and then once you get off tour because i'm used to going on tour like for weeks to months you know what i mean and when i get off tour it takes me like two months to three months just to even unwind Mm. to get back to just thinking all right what else am i gonna do you know what i'm saying so it's just like you have 12 months in a year how do you want to divide that up into reality for yourself you know do you want to do music for three months and you want to do you know maybe for you your radio show for like two and a half months that's going to be like all pre-recorded for the rest of the year Mm -hmm. are you gonna it's just like you got to make plans so like uh with in part this show in particular uh we started with one one day out of the week we're Mm -hmm. we're up to three now yeah so it's progression eventually i want to run my own studio i want to do this every day have live off the sponsorships and then the life the life hey mm-hmm. come see us interview evidence live right five bucks a tape boop that's how we'll make the yeah. money be do a live at the show everything 
do it right? live at the show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uh, we had a Raskaz on. We did the interview live. Mm-hmm. Hey, meet and greet. Watch him do, and then he'll get out, sign, yeah. and, 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 and it makes people more interested. Yeah. You know, so that's what I'm saying. That's called adapting. Yo, we don't stop. Who's in the house right now? Hey, it's Tyler Kweli rocking with Sunspot Jones, man. I'm Lost so doing all along. Yeah. Let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to UN Square. Let's take it back to the old school. Wave your hands like you just don't care. Yeah. I was raised to crack ever Brooklyn. I could recognize the smell of crack when it's cooking. Man, I used to play hooky and dancing was chucking. Back and ratchet was a gun and a knife was for the chooks. And a severe lack of funds got a mask and I'm like the villain. I wasn't cypher's killing word. Trust the niggas couldn't touch me, but they had to feel it. Not yet a butterfly, I was still a caterpillar. Ready to fly, got beautiful memories of mobbing like Genevieve. Critical how they leave in this lyrical den of these, please. Uh, took a Greyhound to California. Hit the Good Life Cafe with the legends with styling on them. Non-stop rhymes, top rhymes. Start climbing now, cause the future is not promised. To find these beautiful memories and usual energies. Stand up, dude, I'm never bending my knees, no. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Let's take this way back to Oakland. Let's take this to Durant Square. Sunspot anti-lip quality. Put your hands in the fucking air, yeah. These memories, they just sent me on way back. Raise up in Oakland, it's open the Cadillac. Raise by a hustler, hustling, bring it back. Customers to a substance deep up in the track, yeah. Losing homies to violence all over bitches. Just another day, day the jealousy, how it gets us. I ain't caught up with the drama, dishonest, only love. In the barbershop, foothill, raise that golden cut. Set the east, my mom, T was. I love it all. Took this dream around the world, no radio, play it all. Just believing in this hunger, but wonder would never crawl. Made an underground scene from nothing, none at all. Black Panther soul will flow, this is the O. Misty Journeyman, the legend, you already know. Years ago, Metal Lib, when he crashed in my crib. After that Greyhound ride, showed him Telegraph Ridge. Underground life, yeah, we did it. Independent, just like I love my women, we collecting these chips. Classic, should've had most death and luck on this. This, that Black Star legend, underground shit. And we was doing this at Broke Ass Summer Jam live, and it was just hype, still at Maritime. I'm so blue and all. Damn, that would be a great memory. Making best memories. Underground. I'm so blue and all. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. Is there is there any day you think where you can see saying hip hop is a thing of the past for me? I think that hip hop is the reason why I'm even here right now in right. a lot of ways. But overall, creativity 
is why I can do it all. So for me, it's just a thing of I'll never because I don't I'm not just a hip hop musician. I love rock. I love hip hop. I love classical music. I love blues. I love, you know, a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm always going to be a. Uh, a music fan. So as long as I'm a music fan, I shall stay a musician. Mm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm just not looking at it as <clears throat> I'm trying to be a rock star for life. Because to me, to be a rock star is to kill yourself. Because mm. you're living in the, the most highest excess possible. Right. You know, everybody's giving you everything you want and you don't need everything you get. Uh, and then something that I also, uh, I'm, I'm, it's like, I, I respect what you guys have done, and I and I, I thank you for it, right? And as an MC, it's I'm envious of it, like because that's what I want. So you want to battle right now? Here we go. <laughs> Look, little nigga, I didn't tell you. <laughs> uh, uh, I want to be one day be able to have the same length of career, right? Mm -hmm. And be able to have contributed not not the exact same, obviously, but at least for that many years, be relevant, right? Mm -hmm. How are you dealing with living legends having literally this like legendary status as one Whoa. of the? You know, independent hip hop crews that like, because ultimately any crew wants to be living legends. They want to be dilated people. Right. They want to be that. Well, it started with me naming the group Living Legends. Because uh -huh. like me and uh, Lucky had already gone to Norway. We had already climbed Mount Fuji. We had already gone. Are you, done, this is real? This is all real life. We did all this stuff Holy shit. in the beginning of our career. And it was a thing of like, the reason why I named this Living Legends is because like, I was like, damn, everything we've done, especially coming from East Oakland, it never happens to anyone I know. Nobody I know has gone to the French Riviera, right. not from East Oakland. No. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, we're fucking legends. And this is and before we're still you, living. Were, you were famous. Before it this was is the, before. The this famous. is when we were a Mystic Journeyman. We were actually famous yeah. as Mystic Journeyman. Right, right. But when we turned to Living Legends, yes. that's when it was like, hello. Okay. So I feel like it started with just like the light we wanted people to look at us in. And like, you know, if you're going to call yourself kings, people are going to look at you as kings. Right. If you call yourself bums, people are going to look at you as bums. You're going to call yourself low lives, we're going to think you're just some shady motherfuckers. And your legacy is going to be on built on something that you didn't even realize. Mm. For me, I wanted to build us on something positive and to show people like I mean when me and Lucky first started it was all about like showing people that you can do it because we had been shit on and beat down so much in this industry because people didn't give a fuck about us or mm -hmm. what we were doing because we were so different that I was like no this is that's why I named us Revenge Entertainment our company it was like this is revenge for all the times you dissed us right. all the times you thought we were nothing right. look how much fucking shit we've done look how powerful we are you know what I'm saying? And that changed the game. I'm I'm honestly before you say I'm I feel even almost responsible for the underground craze in the West Coast. Right. Everybody thinking they can record and put it hit the block. Because I fucking pushed that so hard that everybody thought they could do it. Because you know what I'm saying? they saw you do it. Do it. So and now, go around the world with so it. So now it is doable. Yeah. Right. So people are like, oh, no one can no one can walk from one building to the other building on a four inches of a steel. Until someone does it, now you yeah. have 12 people trying it. Exactly. Because it, now it's a reality. Oh, it's happened, yeah. right? Um, how are you like, um, uh, now. Backwards. Uh, there you go. There you go over that. Let me hit this young black <laughs> handle, right handle. there. Uh, the Bay Lade weed. <laughs> so now that uh, everything's come down, right? Uh, getting now to a more like a organic level, right? How has it been being uh, uh, like a black MC? Right? Have, has that being, been being a black MC yeah. in a in a mostly dominated white field when it, it comes to underground hip hop? Exactly. Because commercial hip hop is black, right? Underground hip hop is white, right? You know what I'm saying? So that for me is weird because sometimes 
I, I see, you know, other people that are my friends, there's no doubt that's black, and they be like, you know, these white boys is fucking taking our shit, and we've been wah, wah, wah. And I understand both sides, you know what I mean? If you love music, you're going to do music, and your fans, you know, the audience that comes to underground hip-hop is white. That's just the reality of mm-hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? And once they see you, have like, and we have white people in our crew. So it was only going to be a time. Yeah, yeah it's only going to be time before everybody's going to want to, you know, join in too. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it, but for me as a black MC, yeah, I I have, I don't have that many options as an underground black MC. Do you think that because um, different skill levels, right? But what do you think really plays more of a definite whether you're successful or not? Or when at it least comes to what being a being an MC period. I mean, like, uh, and, and the answer is obvious, right? <laughs> so at least you would like it to be. If you what? got the skills, you can rock the mic. You can get you blah blah blah. But selling records is completely different than rocking the mic. Right. People and, need to. But realize. because we're talking about two different type yeah. of genres, yeah. Right. So mainstream and then yeah. Because but, almost, but con- mainstream, they don't care if you can rock the mic. They want to know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like punchlines, like that's like about flossing in the so, end. So where do you think? How come there hasn't been a Hispanic to rise like that? Big there pun might have been the last a commercial. There is a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? But it's just they're underground, so you don't really pay attention to them, you know. Uh-huh. Even going back to South Park, South Park Mexican, right? You know what I mean? Well, that's like, a terrible representation. I mean, it's a terrible, I but know, I'm right. saying someone condone. that's underground. <laughs> He's in jail now. Yeah, for that's some what, other yeah that's but what I'm saying. saying. Aside from that, I'm yeah. saying the simplest term is just that. That's someone that's underground that was big as fuck yeah. that no one knew about. Right. Unknown superstars. That's why I call them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there is a lot of people that you don't even know about. You know, there's a group yeah. called Supermarket out of Arizona that was, like, you know, multicultural, a lot of Latinos in and shit like that. But you'll never know about them because they're underground. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of them things that only commercial has the money to market to with music, people need it bombarded in their face. Right. They need it over and over and over. Because, like, half the, I'm not going to lie to you. Half the songs that I love to death, I hate it yeah. when I first heard them the first ten yeah, times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just all about marketing. And, and a lot of times, you know, the best artists don't have the marketing. So are you just looking at the game now as, like, a, this is something that I've conquered? You know what I'm saying? And not, I'm not, not that I'm going to desert it, but I, I, I'm comfortable with the legacy that I've left behind. I'll tell you this. I've been to Europe 14 times. I've been to Australia five times. I've been to Japan six times. Only five? Where? Australia? Oh, only, yeah. And that's what I'm saying, baby. <laughs> only five. No, nah, yeah. But I've been to places that, <laughs> but yeah, let me brush it off a little bit. Now, I've been to these places that I would never fathom coming out of East Oakland where people are afraid to go to San Francisco because they don't want to pay the toll. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? At that bridge. Yeah. So for me, it's like, have I made it? Um, many times over. Mm. You know, coming from where I'm from. Yeah. But have I made it in my ambitions? No, nah, I'm not. I haven't even scraped the surface. Mm, I like that. Sunspot Jones, way better than these rappers. Come on, you know I get down. Baddest of the baddest, she won. Let's turn this place out. Underground hip hop with bounce. Yeah, wait them hands now. The brand new beginning.
knowledge of self is all you really own Electricity dreams, my life is a poem My heart is a street light shining you back Every word is a tale like the haters goodbye Never trying to impress people that you never like In the long run, really, the smiles hold the lies The jealousy and hate, the meanest bitches alive The devil always changes, protect your life and that's it Surveillance on our movement, how you let Big Brother do it Sleepy little consumers, living in a daydream Your lifestyle theme is, baby, break me, break me Too broke to live a new life, too old to live the same life Stuck at the platform, where's the blinking street light? See ya, I'm right here for you, remember legends never die My lyrics are your parachute, resurrect all the love inside hey, It's time to get down, uh, it's time to get down, uh, it's time to get down I know you're on, on, a, on a crunch time, so we got a couple segments we want to get into, and then you, you're free to do whatever it is that Sunspot okay, Jones Okay, yeah, because I got to go. <laughs> I need Sunspot Jones' top five musical influences of all time. Um, I wouldn't be able to do it to It's too much music I love. Top five? Just five. Like, not hip-hop in general? It's just... not even hip-hop all. I mean, there's... um. I'm a big Cure fan. I love The Cure mm -hmm. more than life. I love Depeche Mode more than life. Yeah. Because these people are making beats, yeah. but they're a rock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love Too Short Beyond Life. Because <laughs> I was raised in East Oakland. Yeah. And that's like my stepdaddy. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. I, I was listening to that. He taught me the game that I know. I love E40. Yeah. I love, uh, you know, um, people you had never heard of, like APG, Action Pack Gangsters. These mm -hmm. people are from Oakland. Dangerous Dame. I love Freestyle Fellowship because everything they did in the beginning was beautiful. Right. It's not like it's not beautiful now, but it was new to me. It was a breath of fresh air that I'd never seen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love the nonce. You know? I love uh, a lot of people that were so different but came out with so much air of confidence that it forced everyone to recognize the true beauty in what they were doing. You know what I'm saying? So... For me, I, I have a lot of appreciation for just different artists that weren't afraid to be different. And KRS-One, let's never forget oh, that. Oh, for sure. KRS-One, without KRS-One, I would not have the mindset I have. Chuck D, I would not have the mindset, but I needed that flavor play to make him really listen to Chuck D. I'm never going to say I'm not a... I'm, I mean, I'm a huge fan of, of Rakim, but... 
I'm probably a bigger fan of KRS-One. Okay. You know, like because that. he wasn't about flow as much as he was about, like, letting you know. Yeah. That I mean, was that's why so he's dope, the teacher. You know, you know yeah, he's the it. teacher. You that's know? Good. I like your top five are good. Right, right. But you know what's that was what, top eighteen. Or yeah, it was. Yeah. You know what's I can say Jamiroquai. I can keep going down the list. Jay Ruth, the damn you're just gonna be Jay going Ru- down. Oh, Jay Ruth forever, like for the first album, you know. Yeah. I mean Group Home, yeah. Gang Star, Jasmine Taz, all yeah. that stuff. These are all the things that formed my mentality. Let me ask you Cairo. something. Okay, because I talk to people and to me, he is like that dude, and I still listen to him to this day. Who? But not a lot of people have fucked with him. There's two cats in Who? particular. MF Grimm. Oh, yeah, he's cool. But I, I've been on tour with him, and he doesn't always show up. Really? And Oh, no, I'm thinking MF Doom. No. I'm tripping. MF that, Grimm. That's why. Yeah, that's wait, where wait, the that's difference That's where it just fucked me up. MF yeah, yeah. Doom is cool yeah. in my Grimm book. Is, yeah, yeah. MF Doom Grimm. is raw. Come on, man. You can never diss Doom. I'm a Grimm yeah. fan. I, like, yeah. I love everything Grimm's on from Scars. Everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm not a people. And the other one is uh, Last Emperor. Yeah, yeah. How do I know that dude? Um, he, he raps fast. He no. Last Emperor did Heaven. Then he did the song with Mike De La Rocha and Karis One. Remember Last Emperor? Right. Yeah. yeah. But and, you know, there's actually a Last Emperor too from uh, Hieroglyphics. Dre the Emperor. is yeah, funny, yeah, yeah. But that's all I know. No, thing. I'm just saying because yeah. I thought maybe you 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 wouldn't know. But, right. But right. Grim Grim and Last Emperor are like my my hidden treasures that no one really knows. That no one so knows. I can just go to them and be like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But your bottom five are way more interesting than your top. Five. Yeah, who? I need to know Sunspot Jones. Like my my bottom, bottom five, like Dirt McGirt five. Like that just, like, what do you mean that just I just trash, love, garbage that, that I don't like but I love, like fabulous. No, your bottom. Five. Like I love fabulous like, people you hate. And, wait, wait, and let, you let, don't me, like. let me be honest. I love fabulous because I love that cuffing season song. <laughs> okay, I love. There's a couple songs. It don't I love. matter if I'm a platinum rapper yeah, if she yeah. ever finds a magnum rap. Uh, like that was like whoo. Uh, no. I even I even love some Mace, man. Mace was raw. Oh, dude. Come that on, shit was dude. Mace it was, was raw. It was, it was like so terrible, but so great. <laughs> it was so great. Okay, but I didn't know who's so terrible and still fucking terrible. Um, who's terrible? Like Puffy, you mean? Hey, okay, so French so, Montana. Oh uh, yes. Uh, um, who else? Actually, there's one song by French Montana that finally got through, but not I just really can't. Like, yeah. I can't fuck with it. Um. That's two. Good. Puffy, two. French Montana. I need three more. Um, damn, that I just really can't fuck with. Um, maybe I wanted to say, uh, what's that dude that looked like Martin? Uh, the <laughs> that looked like Martin. Yeah, he looked like Martin, the uh, the crazy dude. He said, "Ooh, I'm sweating." No, popped cool. I'm, I'm popped. Uh, Molly, I'm sweating. What's his name? Um. Uh, no, Camillionaire. Danny, Danny, no, Camillionaire is cool. You I mean, like for one song, one You're song, that driving dirty. I'm, all, I'm not listening to his album. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Paul Wall, I'm not listening to his album, but I like some singles. Mims. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh, but Mims was tight. That one song. <laughs> this is why I'm hot. That I love one that song. song. No, no. And then the one that goes fast and slow and then Buster Rhymes, bit it for touch it, bit it, man. No, no one knows that song. Exactly. Song. But the <laughs> these, these are good songs. It's like, um, Skilo. What's yeah. other little bit taller? That's, that's my, oh, that's, that's a classic. That's, that's, that's a classic. But I like never want to hear that album, son. <laughs> I never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever want to hear that album. Okay. Okay. Give me, give me, give me one more and we'll, 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 we'll call it that. Um, shit, man. That's just that you would know. 
Uh, how about how about anyone in the? Now I'm saying I'm I'm saying like local like young people, thug like people that you like might young have, thug a young thug yeah, yeah. This, yeah this is my lifestyle that song I mean even though I do like that song but you don't like it but like that it. song I mean I don't think I'd ever listen to that album you okay. know what I'm saying yeah. and you know you be calling you know rich homie Quan his hubby that's a whole another story but. <laughs> It's, it's a lot of shit out there, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it's either way on shit, you right. know, but it's a lot of shit out there. But there are there. some cats that just, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. With it. It's, but, you know, I'm not mad. Black man on the rise, do your thing, because honestly, black man in America does not have a lot of options. And if you could do something like music and then make it positive for you and your family and the people around you and the people you inspire, go do it. And do it. Go do it. That's you know what I'm saying? Any Anybody that don't understand that don't know what I'm saying. What about brown man? Who? Brown man. Brown man can do too. Brown man too. I'm saying though, Chub- dude. Chubby I mean, Mexicans be good. You better do it, That's man. What's up? I, I, I watched George Lopez and all that <laughs> shit. No, I'm, I'm saying though, anybody not seeing the positive aspect of a lot of these artists, yeah. you know, just coming from where they come from. That's any color, yeah. really. Coming from nothing to become something more for the people around you. I respect that. I like that. So a lot of people that like, you know, I might not like their music. I respect their hustle. Right. You know, I get it because they do hustle. Riff raff. They do hustle. It's something that is absolute garbage. Mm. Absolute garbage. Everything. But oh, there is one song I do like. You know what? Absolutely, I like that one song <laughs> with him and uh, East East. Uh, oh, East, it's far, no, Far East. Far, yeah, I love that one song. That that's he's the on. one that's, song that I, I don't. I would like. Oh, wait, oh, he's actually spitting some yeah, bars. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if those are bars, but I was entertained. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. was like, I by the video, I did not yeah. see the video. You yeah. were yeah. submitting. Just I, know, I saw it. It was oh, terrible. Okay. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, Jody High Roller, do you do you do your thing? Yeah. All right, man. That's but what's up. my whole thing with him, though, still, I don't even want to diss that dude because honestly, he he's done himself. Whatever he is, I know people are waiting for him to be like. Uh, yeah, yeah. God, but no, that's really he it. came up being whatever the fuck that is, <laughs> and, and now he, that is, and now he's just the buff version of whatever the fuck yeah. he came up. So respects to that. Dude. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. And and he hangs. I mean, actually, he was in a group with my boy Simon Dirt Dirt Nasty. Who okay. he's from the Bay Area. Yeah. I've known this guy for a long time. Good dude. So respects to the, you know three. Logo, so we can expect like logo, a, whatever, yeah. a collabo. Nah. No. Okay. Nah. Nah. Sorry. Just, nah. I so last and final segment. Okay, that way you can close up the shop and you, mm-hmm. you can do whatever it is that you do in this beautiful location. I love it. It looks dope. I got the I got the energy flowing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's something I like to call twelve rounds. Mm-hmm. So the way it works is I'm gonna ask you twelve questions, mm-hmm. each more difficult than the last. Okay. If you can't, if you answer all twelve <laughs> questions honestly, you're the champion. You walk away with the belt. Mm-hmm. If you cannot answer the question, or you will not answer the question. You will be knocked out. I'm okay. the champion, and I get that hat. Wow, you want my clothes? This is, That's what's up. This is getting really uh, questionable. Are you willing? To- <laughs> no, and no, I want no. the pants. No, it's getting really questionable. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna lie to you. All right, Are on. you willing to play 12 rounds on spot hey, It better be a quick 12 rounds because my probation officer called me in a minute. <laughs> you so, on PPO? Come on. Uh, round number yeah. one. What is your favorite part about your craft? The favorite part of my craft is that it never stops amazing me. It never stops showing me something new that I never knew about myself. That's that's one thing I, why I like music, because like I'll write verses, and then years later I'll hear it, and I'm like, oh, shit, I was going through that, too. And I never realized, because I was just writing a rap, but really I was writing a confession. Mm. Round number two, what is your least favorite part about your craft? My least favorite part of my craft is that I know when to be fake. 
I'll let the meditate on that. Round number three. If you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Dead or alive, it would have to be Jimi Hendrix because mm. I want to burn some shit on stage too. <laughs> Yeah. You never done that. You should. Just, nah, I just need to do it. That's what's you know? up. Well, and then what I'm saying, when I know when to be fake, is because I know when to start like zoning certain shit out when I'm around certain shit. Don't zone out. No, nah, nah, hey, I'm already telling you my pants comment. Already, <laughs> I've called the feds. Oh no, no. Yeah. you tweeted. Hey, some yeah. gay shit right here. Yeah, I'm like I'm this going. nigga just said he want my damn pants. I didn't say want to get in your pants. I said like, I want. Yeah, yeah. No. Moving to the next. <laughs> You know what I'm round saying? Number, yeah, yeah, yeah. Round number four. What are you most proud of for round number four? Most proud of is that not only did I inspire myself to change into this new person of me, a new version of me, I inspired the people that were around me to become way better versions of themselves. And in turn, it, it inspired me to become better, too. So it's just a 360 of inspiration, infinity. It's good. I like that. Round number five. What are you least proud of? The thing I'm least proud of is that I never really get the time to spend on every last thing I think about. But, you know, I try. Hmm, okay. <clears throat> round number seven. <clears throat> no, no, number six. What is your biggest fear for round number six? My biggest fear is that I'll stop caring about being creative. I like that. Round number seven. Who would you take a bullet for? I would take a bullet... For um, man, in, in real life, probably only my mama. Mm. Okay, round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? She'd probably be shooting though. <laughs> no. oh, she go, no. Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying sunspot, Joe. Shoot someone. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying you no. But there's a bullet flying through the sky. I'm gonna sweat. You can't get to me. I let that bullet hit the wall because I ain't trying to be a part of it. If you cannot answer the question. Or you will not answer. I mean, really, in real life, who would I let the bullet hit? Yep. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> okay, that's, see? That's, that's my just, realest yeah. answer, though. Because that mother... Anyway. <laughs> you still owe me money on the weed sack we bought together. But anyway. Oh, what? Yeah, go oh, on, go on. That's what's... That's what's <laughs> uh, what were my... Uh, round number eight, round number nine. Um, who would you never work with for round number nine? Like, ever work with? I would never work... With someone that's not real about what they're trying to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know in particular who I could say that about because everybody I surround myself are people that are going to make me stay on my shit too. Mm. I can only tell you people on TV and I don't know them. So that's mm. not real. Okay. Round number 10. The bottom three. You're doing pretty good. I'm doing great. But I got you right here. Though. Okay. Round number 10. Do you believe in God? I believe that. My life is because of something. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> Round 11. What is your biggest insecurity? What are you most insecure about? Well, that kind of goes to my biggest fear. And my biggest insecurity is that I'd actually change into one of these fake-ass motherfuckers that I'm so irritated by. Mm. Last and final round. Thank you for allowing us to uh, sit here with you.
Word. Hey, it's a great day. It's a beautiful night. Um, in this beautiful location. Kind of, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm with you, dog. Thank you for everything. Uh, thank you for everything you've done musically. I mean, like, I can't thank you enough for every for all the times you, you put out those late nights and everything. Thank you, sir. It's been an inspiration. Thank you for listening. Yeah, everybody. And following and listening to you yeah. and, and, and watching you grow and all that stuff, you know. Uh, we had audience questions, but I'm sorry. Some spot Jones got to go, right? So we can't. What was one of the audience questions? Okay. Was what, the Living Legends reunion? No, uh, well, uh, it's a little more intense than that because <laughs> our audience gets to know the artists. They really want to know is. What what happened behind the breakup? What happened behind the breakup is that you'll never fucking know out of my mouth. <laughs> there you go. You happy? Uh, who who asked that? Beardo? I don't know. <laughs> okay, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> and then it got really deep, and I'm like, bro, like I'm. Yeah. I don't know if he's gonna want to answer these, but all right, round twelve. Hundred. <laughs> it sounds like it, right? <laughs> You're like, fuck, Cosmo, let's move on. <laughs> round twelve. <laughs> Sunspot Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why the name? Why? Because I'm a dark ass bright motherfucker. I didn't say why the name. That's just why I'm my life. You why? Why when it comes to why, why? anything is because I wanted to do it, and that's because I really thought about what I wanted in life. And everybody should take a moment and think: What do they want out of life beyond just going through the moves? What is your goal? What is it that you really see yourself doing? A lot of people don't ever know, don't ever take the time to think, so therefore it's never going to show. So just believe in yourself, and then the rest will just work. I like that. That's what's up. You're the champion. You got the belt. I definitely do. Thank you, Seth, for having me. I like the fuck up. You're more than... (laughs) You're more than welcome to come back whenever you like. Word. You, I, I might have to take the host from, from you next time, all right? Uh, uh, you see us talking to someone, and I offer this to everyone, right? You want to co-host? Hey, concept, I never met this no, guy. No, I don't I'll co-host. Be- I'm, I'm on the takeover. Oh, you want to host? I'm going to take over, son. Okay, so- I'm going to have the Soul Assassins in here next <laughs> week on my show on the Wake Up. Right, <laughs> okay, so Wake the Flock. Uh, they go, so Spud Jones, you can be the, the, the host when I'm out here. Press it. Hey, concept. What'd you say? Oh, still was, my idea. Don't, I'm not no, still, nah, still, nah, nah, nah. My shit is Bake the Flock Up. Oh, Bake the Flock Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. changed so the game. So tune in for Bake the Flock Up bake next week. Bake the Flock Up, yeah. <laughs> uh, before you leave. Yeah. Though, the audience. There's always a question on top <laughs> no. of the question on the end. I know you're leaving, so let me ask you this 42-part question right quick. If rice wasn't white, what color would it be? Well. I think it would be green. Because it's from the earth. That's weird, but it, it, that's not true. It's probably brown. Green rice. <laughs> brown rice. Green rice. <laughs> so for J Rose for Fluid Rhythm. Wait, hold on. Huh? I'm sorry. You oh. know what, y'all? Yeah. I got I got uh, a lot of things to say to y'all, so please pick up the album. I love y'all. Wake the flock up. I don't got no freestyles tonight because I'm trying to get paid. <laughs> I'm about to fly to Dubai. I got like a dollar fifty on me. I'll see y'all in Dubai tomorrow night at Club Bye. <laughs> Holla. Sunspot Jones, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> four. Full rhythm. Four. J-Rose. Four. Uh, uh, who else we got? B-Side Show. Four. Distorted Truth. For Sulu Nation. Four. Uh, Living Legends. Four. Sunspot Jones for real hip-hop everywhere. This is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Let's go.